0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine.
1: All you need is love. It's easy? Apparently. Uh, this is another cultural touchstone, anthem of a generation, and so on and so forth. John was tasked to write something simplistic, and he did, at least in the chorus. I get why it's mocked nowadays. You need food and shelter and stuff. <laughs> but come on, you know what John meant. It's a lovely sentiment. I know I said, I want to hold your hand was the Beatles' main thesis, but it's really this song. You
0: know, yeah, they're right. all love. Of- yeah, it's a, this is 100% the thesis of the Beatles. It's the torch song that each of them lives and lived to this day, basically, from this point on. Uh, it's also the first, like, mega charity or single cause single, like, mm-hmm. thing. I, I don't know. With, with its association to the, to the uh, Our World thing. Uh, it's probably the best out of those two, unless you're, I don't know if, Roger, you're a big Band-Aid fan, but, you know... Eh, I'm not either. Uh, It's hopeful, it's optimistic, but is it better than your love? We're going to find out. Mm. All you
1: need is love, your love. It's all about love. Um, The song was written by John Lennon, especially for Our World, the world's first televised satellite link-up between 25 countries worldwide. Its message perfectly encapsulized the optimistic mood of the summer of love with simplicity perfectly judged for their global audience. The program was broadcast via satellite and seen by an audience of over 400 million. Wow. That's a,
0: lot. a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Beatles were the natural choice to represent Britain uh, by the BBC. The Beatles were asked to provide a song with a message that could be easily understood by everyone and using basic English terms. So Brian Epstein booked the uh, booked it for the Beatles, and according to Jeff Emmerich, they're like, uh, all right. And uh, Epstein was upset, you know, and they're like, well, you shouldn't have done that without consulting us. Talking to us, yeah. Yeah, um, I think because they said they were stopping touring, so they weren't keen on live performances.
0: Also, they're but, ready, we're working on Pepper. Like.
1: Yeah, that too. Um, John said, oh, well, yeah, I'll do something for that. And then a couple weeks later, Paul said, uh, hey, how's that song g- coming along? And he's <laughs> like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> About that.
1: Oh, God, is it that close? Well, then I suppose I'd better write something. That's how Jeff Emmerich remembers John saying it. Uh, June 25th, 1967 was the day of the Our World broadcast. Most of the day was spent rehearsing with the BBC camera crew. As it was such an important day, George Martin ensured that the Beatles played along to their pre-recorded backing track, Take 10, with additional overdubs. The vocals, bass, guitar, solo, drums, and orchestra were the only live elements only. For our world, it was decided that the Beatles, other than Ringo, would perform on high stools in the studio, surrounded by friends sitting cross legged on the floor. Friends and family in attendance included Mick Jagger, Marianne Faithful, Keith Richards, Keith Moon, Eric Clapton, Patty Harrison, and Jane Asher, Mike McCartney, Graham Nash, and Hunter Davies.
0: So, hold on. Graham Nash <laughs> is there? Are we like over the Hollies thing now? <laughs> I I imagine
1: maybe David Crosby helped them mend fences,
0: which is odd too. Yes, <laughs> Crosby of all people trying to mend fences. Let's be real here. Maybe Graham Nash was there
1: so they could cover the Hollies could cover the song right away. Yeah, because
0: <laughs> you know was the because that had happened already, right? Like this isn't like something in the future. The Hollies incident.
1: The Hollies incident was a f- couple of years ago. Uh, okay, yeah. For if I needed someone, to yeah.
0: So it's a lot of people like that. That they've like, like shit talked a little bit too. Like sure. especially Mick, there. Like they mm-hmm. they've, they've shit talked Mick Jagger their entire career, it's but he's like, always there.
1: He's always there. I I think the shit talking publicly came later. Uh, after yeah. the Beatles were no longer a group. George Martin's orchestral arrangement for which he was paid 15 pounds contained elements from Bach's Brandenburg Concerto, Green Sleeves, and Glenn Miller's arrangement of In the Mood, in addition to the distinctive introduction of La Marzalaise. Lennon also ad-lib parts of She Loves You. And George Martin got in trouble because... The intro to In the Mood is not in the public domain, but, um, he, you know, they they've figured that one out. Um, like musicologist Alan Pollock, Kenneth Womack views the She Loves You refrain as serving a similar purpose to the wax models of the Beatles depicted on the cover of Sgt. Pepper, beside the real-life band members, and therefore a further example of the group distancing themselves from their past. It's never explained why it starts with France's national anthem. Um, <laughs> yeah. My guess is it's a joke that they're the representatives from England, so they went with a different country's anthem. That, that's they're, what my thinking is.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're always ready to take the piss out of something. So Ex-
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's never, it's never been really explained, explained as far as I, I know. That's the only thing I could think of. The Our World broadcast took place in the wake of the Arab-Israeli Six-Day War, and for the Beatles amid the public furor caused by McCartney's admission that he had taken LSD. On June 25th, the live transmission cut to EMI Studios at 8.54pm London time, about 40 seconds earlier than expected. George Martin and engineer Jeff Emmerich were drinking scotch whiskey to calm their nerves for the task of mixing the audio for a live worldwide broadcast and had to scramble to hide the bottle and glasses beneath the mixing desk after being told they were about to go on the air. The day after the Our World World broadcast, Ringo overdubbed a snare drum roll onto the introduction and John re-recorded some vocals in the verses. The song was then remixed in preparation for the single release. Okay. The love count. <laughs> uh, now, if those in the audience, uh, listeners, just, okay, just think of a number. Yes. Double it. Double <laughs> it again. Add and one. S- yes. <laughs> uh, 95 wow. by my count. Easily the record.
0: <laughs> I don't think they're going to top that one.
1: No, I don't I don't think so. Unless they cover it. I don't <laughs>
0: um I Josie, like I knew that this was gonna be the one that had the highest, but I didn't think it was gonna be that high.
1: It's it's so frustrating, they're so close to a hundred. It's
0: Josie's, like when you get the a it's like when you get the A, but you're like, why didn't I get the A plus?
1: <laughs> yeah. I was right there. Josie Scale is this song better than your love buddy Outfield, I say
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I've struggled with this one. Mm -hmm. I don't like, this is not a song I will, I would go back to. So I guess in that Mm -hmm. regard, I got to give it a Josie. I appreciate, like, I appreciate it for what it is. It's just, I don't know. Just not my thing. Josie. It's like Yellow Submarine, I guess. I guess so. It's kind of like Yellow Submarine. That's a fair, that's a fair comparison.
1: Okay. I'm not going to say you're, you're heartless or soulless. so
0: You're just going to think it.
1: I'm just going to think it.
0: <laughs> the Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh, yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're
1: fine.